0: Spring day, it's turned out to be, though it was real cold this morning. And my prayer is that you'll get a chance to just at least go out your door and stand out there in the sunshine and get some of that natural light on you. Uh, It does something for us, doesn't it? We're continuing to pray for everybody, and I want you to know we're praying for you. And I pray that just as the sun is shining outside, that the sun is shining in your soul. That the wonderful Spirit of God is moving in such a way that you have peace and you know that He is in control. Today I've been working on step number eight and I want to share it with you. Uh, We've been working through the recovery steps and we're going to go all the way from step one all the way to Step 12, and I've been trying to give you a biblical perspective from each one of the steps. And today we want to look at step 8. And step 8 is simple. We made a list of all of the persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them. We made a list of all the people that we have harmed and became willing, just willing, Just willing to make amends to them. And when you first think about that and you you first start to ponder it, really there's some resistance that takes place. But that's why you make the list. Just make the list. And you start to write it down. And you're like, where do I start? Just start with the first thing that comes to your mind. I hurt this person. I harmed, I harmed this person. I, 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 I said the wrong thing to this person. I took the wrong action to this person. Just start there and, and write their name down. It might be just their first name. It might be just their initials. But you want to make a list of persons that you've harmed and you want to become willing just willing to make amends to them. And this is the process. It's the first step. Now, there is a Bible account of a person that harmed a lot of people. His name is Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus was a tax collector, and Zacchaeus was a person that, when he would go from door to door to collect the taxes for the Roman government during that time and he was a Jewish man, and he would go to the Jewish people and their houses, he would not only take what they owed, but he also would take a little more for himself. Not a little more, maybe even a lot more, because he would seem to be a very wealthy individual when you read the story. And he had heard about Jesus, and he had heard about the miracles that Jesus had done. And he had heard about Jesus speaking about a life that you could live in knowing God and have a relationship and find forgiveness. And so he, a short man, wanted to see Jesus the day that Jesus came to his town. And it starts in Luke chapter 19. Starting in verse 1, take a look at this passage of scripture, Luke chapter 19, starting in verse 1, and this is what it says, Jesus entered Jericho, he was passing through, and a man, verse 2 of Luke chapter 19, a man was a chief, a man there by the name of Zacchaeus, he was a chief tax collector and was wealthy, so he was the leader of the tax collectors. And he wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. Now, the crowd of people that were around Jesus, I'm sure there were a lot of right Jewish people that were all around him. And this man was very much hated and probably didn't often go out into crowds of people. But it says he went into the crowd. And so he ran ahead. He climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. And when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, now remember, there's people all around. The man can't see. It's like a, a parade that's taking place, and, and, and there are, there are, the, the streets are lined, and, and the parade is going, and, and you can't even get close because you've come a little bit later. You haven't been sitting there for three hours waiting. And so he, he finally said, I'm just going to climb into a tree, and I'm going to see. And, and, so, and so it says in verse 4, So he ran ahead, he climbed the sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. And when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I mean, out of all of the people. I mean, good, probably good people who had not robbed anybody and done bad to anybody. Jesus picks this one chief tax collector who's up in a tree trying to see him. And he says to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. He's going to go to the house of a sinner. The house of of one of the worst people in in the community. Horrible reputation. And it tells us so he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. And all the people saw this and began to mutter, "He has gone to the guest. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner." Man, I'll tell you, we have to realize that's who Jesus has come for. He's come for us sinners. He's come for for those of us that. Helplessly got caught and trapped as we began to look with our eyes to the material world, and we we desired with our hearts and fulfilled those desires that we had in ungodly ways. That's who we came for. And so they're like, he's going to the house of a sinner. That's right, that's who Jesus came for. And it says in verse 8, But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Can you imagine how many people he must have ripped off? I mean, to be the be a tax collector and, and to be so very wealthy, and then to give half of his wealth to the poor. He's saying, I'm going to give it back. I'm going to make an amends. And not only am I going to do that, but I'm also going to give payback four times the amount to anybody that I've hurt. Wow. That's a lot of bad. But he wants to make amends. And then the scriptures tell us this in verse 9. Jesus said to him today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham for the son of man came to seek and to save what was lost he's saying this man is a child of God and and I can tell you that Zacchaeus did not buy his way into the kingdom You can't pay for your salvation. It doesn't matter how much you give. It doesn't matter how many people you feed. But he actually put his trust in Jesus and said, I'm sorry for what I've done. And as a result of him experiencing Jesus in his life and in his house, he said, I'm going to pay it back. I'm going to make an amends. God wants us to make amends with those that we've hurt. We've hurt people, and and we might say, "Well, I've only hurt that one person." I just read a a little story here out of the out of this um, the book here and and the life recovery devotional part. And it was about a man who had had uh, several affairs. And then he, he started to walk through the recovery steps. And when he, he began to take this, this, this fearless moral inventory of himself and, and all the things that he had done, and, and he'd walked through the, the process all the way to, to step eight. And he started to do step eight here, which was we made a list of all the persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all What he realized it wasn't just his wife that he hurt. He hurt his children. He hurt the families of the people that he had affairs with he hurt his wife and he also hurt relationships of people that he, he had relationships with because he could never be trusted. And, and so what he did was he made this, this, this list of all the people that he had harmed now in our lives. When we think about something that we've done, and, and again, it doesn't have to be as far as, hey, I, you know, somebody committed adultery. And, and that's definitely part of people's. That happens. Christian people get caught up. But, but it could be just the fact that you're a person that blows your stack that you're a person that that you are filled up with such anger and anxiety that that your your family member your your wife your 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 husband your spouse your 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 friends your your children they have to walk on pins and needles and and when you lose you blow your stack it hurts everybody see it's 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 identifying who it hurts. It might be that you're a, a person and 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 you've been caught up in, in someone saying one thing about, and gossiping and and the next thing you know it's it's spreading and gossiping about lies that 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 you heard and you didn't know they were lies, but you, you know you you passed it on rather than confront and talk to the person that's being talked about and 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 it hurt people and we know it that happens to us as well we get hurt through that but there are people that get hurt it's not one person that we we hurt but it but it spreads it hurts families it it hurts relationships it hurts it hurts the people of God and the family of God it and so, and so, what you do is you you start to write down after you've all taken all the moral inventory you've brought it, you've found forgiveness, you've confessed and and you've talked to God and you've confessed to yourself and you've confessed to somebody else and then finally you you're ready now to give it up to him and and then that day comes when you when you write them down and you put them in the blender and you blend all of that up and or you send it off into a balloon or you burn up that stuff to say i'm." I'm washed now. now. Now, it's not that you're going to rehash everything and carry guilt, but now you're like, you know what? I need to go make things right. And that's what Zacchaeus did here. And that's what making that list is all about. Who have I hurt? Who have I damaged? Don't get me wrong. You've been hurt, too. And you might have hurt the person who has actually hurt you that you've said, hey, you, you've hurt me, you've slandered me, I'm going to slander you now. Oh, you, you've lied about me, I'm going to lie about you now. You've blown your stack at me, I'm going to blow my stack at you now. And there's been this, this eye for an eye, I'll give them back what they've given. And you're saying, well, do I have to make an amends? Do I have to apologize? Yeah. Yeah. God says, Vengeance is mine. So so give it up to the Lord. Now, when you start making the list, you just make the list. We're going to talk about, you know, who can you go talk to? Because you might you might do more damage by going and talking to somebody. And so you, you might not go talk to that person that could only lead into more damage, but we'll talk about that in the steps to come. But right now, just make a list. It's just for you, and it's for God. You're already forgiven. You've asked for it. And and in the process, you want to think about the people that not only you've harmed, but think about the people that have hurt you, too, because you're going to make an amends for that you're gonna go talk talk to the person who's hurt you that you've been carrying this bitterness and and maybe that's one of the reasons why you've lashed out too that's all part of that tangled up web of baggage that we carry and so in the process you're also going to be thinking about people that you need to forgive and the and the Bible is pretty clear in 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 Matthew chapter 18 you come over here from Luke 19 now you go to chapter 18 and Jesus is talking about forgiveness and 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 Jesus Jesus tells him straight out says he says to in in Matthew 18 he goes and he says uh, let me find that where it tells us in verse 15, Matthew 18, verse 15, it says, If your brother sins against you, go and show him his fault, just between the two of you. And if he listens to you, you have won your brother over. But if he will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. And if he refuses to listen to them, Tell it to the church, and if he refuses to listen, even to the church, that's leadership. Then treat him as you would a pagan or a tax collector. In other words, treat him like you like he needs to get saved. And then, and then it says, um, you know, if you go down, he talks about Peter was like, how many times do I need to forgive? And Jesus tells a story. And he tells a story, and it, and he said in verse 22 of Matthew 18, it says, And I, and I tell you, Peter, Jesus said, because Peter said seven times, and Jesus says, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. And this is Matthew 18, 22. And then in verse 23 of 18, he says, Therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And as he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him, since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had been sold to repay the debt. And the seven, the, the servant fell on his knees before him, be patient with me, he begged, I will pay back everything. And the servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt and let him go. But when that servant went out he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii and he grabbed him and he began to choke him pay back what you owe me he demanded and his fellow servants fell to his knees and begged him be patient with me and i will pay you back but he refused Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. And when the other servants saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and went and told their master everything that had happened. And then the master called the servant in, you wicked servant, he said, I canceled all the debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured and until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. I mean, Jesus is using a hyperbole, a a parable, an exaggeration to make a point that, hey, God just forgave, us of our sin and we brought it to him and it was blended up and we're free and it's saying now shouldn't we forgive others? Right? Father for your you know forgive us our debts as we forgive those who are indebted against us. And so this step really is, this list, we made a list of all the persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all, is is really a list where you're going to write down the people that have been hurt, collateral damage as a result of what we've done, and then, and then, You're just making the list and getting ready. You're processing it. You're not leaving today. I'm, oh, I'm gonna go do it right. No, you're making the list. You're thinking about it. Of course it hurts, but it's been hurting you and continues to hurt you. And that's where you're gonna be set free from this. And that's why this is a crucial part of the healing and recovery process to remember the people that have been hurt and damaged and even the, not just directly, but by collateral damage as well. So that we will never go back and we'll make amends and say, I'm a a new person in Jesus. And then in the process of that, we need to make that list, who's hurt me. I got to work on forgiving them as well. Just like you're gonna go and ask for forgiveness from somebody, think of somebody coming to you and asking for forgiveness for the hurt they did so that they can grow healthy and be set free as well. And forgiveness is, does not mean that a person is going to actually confess what they did but you can forgive somebody, though they continue to live their abrasive, abusive way, but now you've got a boundary where they can no longer enter into your life, and you don't hold it against them. And when you go and you talk to somebody, they might not even grant the forgiveness, but you're just taking care of your side of the street. You're already forgiven by God, but you're just going and saying, I know I did it and I'm sorry. And if they grant it, that's reconciliation. But if it doesn't, they don't grant it. You still have forgiveness and you're reconciled to God. So I want you to make that list. I want you to take a look at Luke chapter 19. Luke 19 and Zacchaeus. And I want you to take a look at Matthew chapter 18, starting with verse 15, and allow that word to speak into your spirit, the word of God, and start making that list. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your wonderful spirit and your goodness. And God, thank you that you're with us every single day. Thank you for these steps of recovery, Lord because these steps are really a discipleship program. They help us grow healthier every single day. These steps, Lord, dig deep, make us think. We have to get down into our soul. We have to think of who we are, what our life has been like. And it's there, God, as we begin to open up these cellar doors that the sunlight, you, Jesus, begin to shine in. And it's in this... Time that there's a cleansing with inside of our lives and Lord there's no more that musty mold smell and we begin to pull out the boxes that are laying on the floor that might have had the water there and and, and it's gotten moldy and now we're taking it out and this whole area of our life Lord is being bleached. This is a part we need to take care of so that we can know when we walk on the street, we can look anybody in the eye because we've taken responsibility. And Lord, how freeing it is when we start to make that list and there are family members that are there that, that are afraid. Just like they were afraid of the Apostle Paul. The brothers were afraid of the Paul the Apostle Paul who was a, put Christians in prison, did a lot of harm. but when he came to know you, they're still afraid. But then when Barnabas came in and they all talked and eventually Paul became a leader within the church and people respected him and, Lord, that's what you're doing. You're restoring people, Lord, into a relationship, back into the life and community, Lord. That's in their church or in their neighborhood or on their job or just right in their family. So God, help us to make that list. Help us, Lord, to be courageous and listen to your spirit and write down the names. And not just those that we directly have hurt, but the collateral damage as well. Those that were hurt indirectly through what we've done. Thank you, Lord. May it bring healing. As we make this list, may it bring healing in us Help us to courageously do it, Lord. People, in the name of Jesus, we're searching our hearts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you need Jesus in your heart, would you invite him and just say, Jesus, come into my heart and forgive me of my sins and cleanse me. And be my Lord and be my Savior. I'm yours. I can't live like this anymore anymore. I want to live in relationship with you. Nothing has been able to fill up that hole in my soul. But now, God, I'm hungering for you. Fill me up. I'm yours. In Jesus' name.